This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Ovation Bistro and Bar. Check out Ovation Bistro and Bar. They've got two large screen HD TVs. They're spacious and they've got an amazing bar area. Speaking of amazing bar areas, let me tell you about their all day happy hour where you've got two for one wines, two for one wells, and two for one Bud Light and Miller Light draft. And if you tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you, you get a free house wine or a free Bud or Miller Light draft. Johnny, how can they find them? You can find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Ovation Bistro. Also, reservations are available upon request. Give them a call at 863-354-6967. And remember to tell them that the happy Happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I got my co-captain, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. And of course, we have... <laughs> and of course, every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the patented Happy Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Ooh, quick withdrawal oh, there. That was man. quick. I'll tell you what, man. I'm ready. ready. For I'm ready for this motherfucker. You're ready. <laughs> it ain't even touching my teeth. Oh, boy. And of course, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast. Dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, of course, we'd like to have guests. And this female has been on our podcast several times now. She's She is a member, an a honorable member of the Happy Hour. I'd say Giant. the unofficial third member. The unofficial I, third member. I, I would I say that I for like sure. Term. Yeah, Aww, unofficial third member. I feel yeah. special. And of course, she is the first lady of the Happy Hour, Johnny and Deuce. That is very, Deuce. very true. Brandy Womack, welcome to the Happy Hour, Johnny and Deuce, again. Hello. And Deuce, uh, I would be remiss... If I did not mention some pictures that you posted on Facebook several times, right, Brandy? Jesus, Mary and Joseph, holy crap, dude! <sighs> what, what you looked all kinds of painted up. Yeah, uh, I was like a painted whore. <laughs> 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 I was actually very, very lucky to have uh, Minnie and Roberto, who run the Lakeland Zombie Fest, reach out to me, and they said, "Hey, you know, Deuce, uh, what are you doing this weekend?" And I was like, "It was actually." Because, you know, we just had the people left. We were on, like, a little mini vacay, me and you. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually not doing anything this weekend. And they're like, well, do you mind coming out and being a zombie extra? And I'm like, sure. So I go downtown uh, that Saturday morning to meet them. I actually, to be honest, thought there would be, like, a bunch of us thinking, like, oh, it's zombies. There's going to be, like, a dozen of us. No, just me. Just, oh, is this you? Just me all by myself. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So I'm like, oh, okay, awesome, which was totally cool. Uh, and we had this amazing a special effects artist came and painted me up and actually did prosthetics. Like, the piece that was on my mouth was actually mm-hmm. a complete prosthetic with right. fake teeth that he glued on and painted over. And we did, like, I was in makeup for, like, two hours. Like, oh, wow, that's make- a real yeah. deal. Like, yeah. it was serious makeup. So we had a lot of fun. And we also made a lot of new friends. Like, I, I met uh, the amazing... Uh, Cecil Gardner and his lovely, lovely girlfriend, and I apologize in advance because I'm going to butcher her last name, Tara Osi, and they are from the Melbourne Cosplayers Guild, and they came out to to hang out with us and get pictures taken because Cecil is a spot-on Rick Grimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dead I saw ringer. the pictures. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah, everybody actually, a couple of people were like, is that Andrew Lincoln? And I just wouldn't respond because I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to let you think of <laughs> hanging out with old Andrew Lincoln over here at Lakeland, you know, yeah. having a couple totally. cold beers. 
So that was awesome. And they came out for the Melbourne Cosplayers Guild to kind of help us promote uh, Lakeland Zombie Fest, which, by the way, mark your calendars, Lakeland Zombie Fest is going to be October 17th at the Sun and Fun in Lakeland. And we can uh, be the first ones to break a little news here. Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is going to be there. So mark your calendars. We're going to be there October 17th. It's going to be a ton of fun. And like I said, uh, we had a blast with Cesar Gardner and Tara Osi from the Melbourne Cosplayers Guild. And speaking of things you need to mark on your calendar, if you're out in the Melbourne area, you need to go to the Space Coast Nerd Fest, which is going to be the May 23rd and the 24th over in Melbourne, and go look for the Promise booth. The Promise is a not-for-profit, and Cecil and Tara have been so cool. They're going to help them out and be at their booth. So come out and see them. They're going to be doing pictures and all kinds of stuff. So go out and see them and, and tell them your friends over here at the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Because we know, we, we've looked at the uh, the the the, the uh, data. We've got a big Clearwater audience. Oh, man, they're, they're our most... Let me, let me just say, give you a big shout out yeah. to Clearwater because they are consistently the number one city in the world that listens to our podcast, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. I'm talking about they're like seventy percent of like they they love the Happy Hour and Johnny News. Yeah. So we want to give a big shout out over to Clearwater because we're listening to them from all over the world, according to the stats on SoundCloud. Yeah. Everyone around the world listens to us. We have people all the way in India. People You're from fine. yeah, yeah. We have people people yeah. there. We have people from the UK. People from Scotland, Ireland, Belgium. We have people from all over the world listening to the Happy Hour and yeah. Johnny Deuce. And that's what's so great about the transition to SoundCloud is it actually breaks down your most listened to country and then the most listened to cities within that country, which yeah. is really cool. So like. I think we were in Germany a couple times, like Frankfurt, yeah. Germany, and Munich, and I'm like, wow, this is so neat that people yeah. are like listening to us from all over the world. So it's we, we it's, can now call ourselves Mr. Worldwide, not just Pitbull. So, <laughs> yeah, true, true. And we're one of the number one. We are. You want to break that news? We are going to break, break that down. down. We are the number one listen to podcast in Polk County. So uh, thank you so much. It's everyone out there. We wouldn't be doing it without you and your support. So Yay. thank you so much for being the number one podcast in Polk County, Florida. And uh, we'll continue to do this, and we love the feedback, so thank you so much. We do, and like I said, just one more time out there, any of you guys that want to go to the Space Coast Nerd Fest, because it's just a hop, skip, and a jump from from uh, Clearwater over to Melbourne, go and see Cecil and Tara, and also mark your calendars October 17th for the Lakeland Zombie Fest, because it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't and wait. It's going to be great. There's some very big special guests. We cannot talk about it. Not- I've been sworn to secrecy. But it's huge. Yeah, that thing gets bigger and bigger every year. Well, I... they've moved it out to Sun of Fun. You yep. know yes. it's going to be huge. Yeah, it's that huge. This is massive. Yeah. So you, I've got I've got friends and coworkers who uh, co workers who are really into the whole uh, Walking Dead and the zombie thing. And well, they the they go all out going right now. Well, you think about it, yeah like the, the zombie lore. Let's just talk about that for a few minutes. It's like you know back fifteen years ago. If you were people talking about zombies, it was Deuce and I, and and you know, like Brandy loves that stuff too. But like, we were we were like the we were kind of like the underground. Like no one was really talking yeah. about, unless you were like a George A. Romero or you know uh, Bruce Campbell. You know, like the yeah. the uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead stuff. Of, yeah. yeah. So like any of those, you know, The yeah. Walking Dead wasn't something even thought of. Like uh, Robert Kirkman wasn't even writing The no, Walking no, Dead back no. then. So it was like, I I really do think it's an awesome shift that we say paradigm shift we've seen in the media and industry like now it's like zombies are the cool thing the hip yeah. thing like you look at those zombie video games and dead island and all that stuff well, on top of that uh this summer the walking dead's getting its sequel yep. it's getting fear the walking dead which is a new right. spinoff yeah. so it's doing so well they're gonna have walking dead in the summer and in the fall yeah so i mean 
It, it is the number yeah. one show uh, on on standard television. Uh, yeah, on so, cable. For yeah, sure. so I mean, it, um, minus you know. Game of Thrones and and uh, on sh- non-pay cable, non-pay, I guess. I guess yeah, that's a special. Hey, hey, on not your 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 exclusive the standard cable, yeah, the standard, standard yeah, cable. yeah, your standard cable. But uh, yeah, I mean it's huge. You know, you have the plethora of games and the comics and you know movies and I mean you, you name it. There's so much stuff there with the zombie lore, and it's fascinating. And how every Brandy and I are big fans of vampires. So you do. So we're yeah. all big fans of the vampire lore myth mythos. But like mm-hmm. you, when it comes to zombies, there's not a lot of people now doing so many different things. It's kind of like now it's like they kind of specialize in that certain genre. Yeah. And like with The Walking Dead, like they have their own lore and it's like its own universe. And I feel like The Walking Dead uh, family is like up here on the pedestal. Like and everyone else is kind of trying to, you know, copy off that, ride yeah. the coattails, you know what I mean? Because it's so popular. And I think what's great about the Zom- Lakeland Zombie Fest is the fact that, like Brandy said, it's growing every single year. People around this area are noticing that and they're seeing yeah. that. They want to check out, hey, man, I have friends going, to- what is this fest? Let's go check yeah. it out. Yeah. And I think it's cool how it's kind of growing organically as well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, definitely check us out. October 17th, we'll definitely be there at the Sun of Fun. Yeah, um, and look, check them out on Facebook. They've yeah. got a Facebook page. Just search Lakeland Zombie yeah. Fest. They've also got a website which says all the stuff they're doing. Like I know they're going to Walker Stalker Con here in a few weeks, so you can go to Lakeland Zombie Fest. They're doing a couple different things going on. They also have been doing like Walking Dead watch parties and things like that to kind of keep the interest, kind of keep it in the forefront of everybody's mind. Yeah. So you definitely, you definitely got to check it out. And of course, we're going to take a small break, and when we get back. We're going to talk about the amazing new Marvel series, Daredevil. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Emerald City Comics. We're going to be there for free comic book day with MDA on May 2nd. So come out and see us. Brian, what all is going to be going on May 2nd? As Team Arrow's captain, I will be set up there with a lot of cool giveaways. I will have raffle item, a uh, War Machine statue, which is $130 value, which was donated to me by a great company um, that does all these really cool statues. That will be a $5 raffle item, $5, as uh, many tickets as you want. And I will have the Halloween complete Blu-ray box set signed by Sean Clark, who has a few special features on there. have uh, some art prints, Sugar and Slice, will be doing a cake for us. Uh, they do very <laughs> delicious cakes and awesome designs, so uh, check them out, too. It's also free comic book day, so the store will have lots of comics. In addition to Brian's fundraising guest, Emerald City Comics will be hosting Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor of Harley Quinn fame. During the afternoon, time is to be determined. There will be superheroes live in-store for picks and autographs. Details will be available at emeraldcitycomics.com as they are finalized. Also, Emerald City Comics is on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Emerald City Comics. They're located in Clearwater, Florida at 4902 113th Avenue North. And you can give them a call at 727-398-2665. And remember, when you go to Emerald City Comics, don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on? And, of course, the first lady of the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce, Brandy Womack. Yo. And, of course, Deuce. Um, let me just first off by saying, wow, Daredevil. We'd heard about Daredevil 
like a year ago. Like, hey, it's going to be a miniseries, and they're going to do a bunch of other shows, and we're like, eh. Do the Defenders as a wrap-up. Yeah. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Because, like, Netflix has had a pedigree of great shows. Don't get me wrong. Um, They, you know, they had, had, uh, you know, House of Cards and Orange is the New Black, and they've had some really good hit shows. But, like, this is the first time they've really tackled, like, a licensed product, right? So it was like, hmm, this is, you know, for the mainstream. No, because they did the last season of The Clone Wars. It aired on it. It did. It, they didn't create it. It just aired on it. It just aired. Well, I thought they paid for them to finish it so they could do it on there. Did they? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't all, care. It's all semantics. But what the point I'm trying to make is, like, before this, Daredevil had quote unquote the flop with uh, Ben Affleck and Benifer. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I, I'm I'm odd man out. I really liked it. I actually own. You know, both I didn't Blu-ray. mind. I didn't mind it either. I, it was it was okay, and the director's cut was better than a lot better. Mm-hmm. What Which got, that on Blu-ray is amazing, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the director's cut's yeah. like a totally different movie. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, I remember watching the director's cut after having seen the you know yeah. the popular one or whatever, and uh, I was like, why did they not put that out? <laughs> why why yeah. did it was they too dark? I think, and I think mm-hmm. back then. I don't know if Marvel knew what they were doing because this was back when Marvel really wasn't like hitting a bat thousand. You know what I mean? They were like, hey. well, they weren't at that point because you got to remember this was like early two thousands. Uh, Marvel was like borderline bankruptcy, and then what they started doing is selling off their properties. Like, yep. hey, you want this? You want Blade? Take it, New Line. You want uh, Sony? You, you, for you, Spider-Man. you want Spider Man? Take it. Like Fox, they just X-Men. sold off the yep. licenses. Yep. So basically, it was up to the studios to like make the movies. Yeah, now yeah. Marvel. Now is in charge of everything. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the Marvel like they, they map everything out, and they're the ones helping write it. But before it was like, here is the character. Here's the rights to use it. Here is the backlog of stories. You do the script. You figure yeah, it out. So, for example, yeah. like Fox has Wolverine and the X Men, and yeah. Spider Man has Sony, like we said earlier. And now it's like it wasn't starting off with Iron Man. It was the the new wave, if you call it the Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you yeah. want to call it Marvel Studios Productions, is when it kind of really hit hard. And we kind of touched briefly on this with Brian um, and Nicole uh, uh, Winslow from uh, the MDA yeah, uh, team. Walk, Muscle yeah. Walk. We kind of which briefly, will be at Saturday. They will. Yeah, so definitely check it out. Uh, we we kind of briefly touched on it a little bit how it's kind of jumped and gone, but like. I remember, you know, you know me, Deuce. When things get super right. popular and hyped up and ramped up, it's not like I'm being Mr. Hipster Boy here, but like <laughs> I get kind of like overwhelmed is the word. And I really, dude, you become a super hipster. Like, let's dude, talk about this I'm for a minute. Not. He's a super hipster. I'm like, not. he's I'm like, no man. Like, I like Daredevil before Daredevil's cool. Like, he's all about like, oh, everybody not, likes it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't say, oh, I liked it before everybody else did. It's just that, like. I'm just really, really reluctant to to get into stuff that's popular. I don't know. I'm fucking weird or something. But you don't, no, you and I are the same page. But yeah, it's yeah, you like, and I are on the same page, Brandy. Like it's it's like we get like everyone telling us everyone and their mother, like literally your mother's like, Oh, you gotta see Game of Thrones, you gotta see this, you gotta watch Supernatural, yeah. you gotta yeah. everyone like, Okay, everyone's telling and I'm like, us. All right. Like it like I'm one of those people where like if you try to tell me how great something is I will not do down. it. I, like, yeah, yeah, I will. I'm like, I, okay, I'm completely not interested in it because you're fangirling all over it, right? You know, and I'm just like, I will watch it under my own 
influence well, rather than you telling me and also how much me you love it. Throw something into that. The thing is, you guys, you know, you both work 40 hours a week. You've got two kids. You've got to spend mm-hmm. time with each other. Your free time is very, very limited. So you yeah. have to be very selective about do we want to get in this show? Do we not want yeah. to get in the show? Do, do I right. want? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't. I mean, I've got free, I will not say free time galore, but I've definitely got a lot more than you guys yeah. got. Right. So I can be like... You can experiment I with can something. experiment and like, oh, I'll get this three episodes. And that's three hours for you guys. Like that yeah. three hours free for you guys is probably right. like, oh, like that's a big <laughs> deal. Like the, the sky opened up, Jesus yeah, came like, down yeah. and said, you can watch this for three hours. Like give a shout something out to, special give happened. Give a shout yeah. out to our good friend, Rachelle. Yeah. Uh, God, we envy you. He can watch all those shows. She literally marathons her stuff, as we said before. Yeah. Like, she'll just go and be like, boom, I'm going to watch. You gave her, literally, for those that just, just caught on today, go check our, our amazing episodes. Uh, we did, like, four episodes with our amazing friends uh, from Missouri and Baltimore. Ori and Rachelle and Angela and Mike and, and Hamilton and, and Anya and Ori and who yes, else? good people. A, a bunch of people, really cool people. Go check those episodes out. I just want to give a shout out to them because they're amazing people. Uh, I miss you. Yes, we miss all of you guys. We can't wait to see you guys again. I think Brandy and I are Google gonna... Hangout is the word on the street. Yeah, we might be yeah. having a reunion show soon. We should. That's we should. We should. Kids are saying what? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rachel talks about how she marathons it, like, and I'm like, that that's a really cool way to watch something. In my personal, opinion. It's that's my awesome new favorite way. It's an awesome way to watch, an stuff. Awesome yeah. way really to watch stuff. It, it really, is. really is. If you have the ability to do that. And yeah. don't have a, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. It really is yeah. tough. We're not trying to, try to throw for the your par- attention. We're not trying to throw the parent card. Well, there, no, I'm throwing the parent card for you because yeah. I mean mm-hmm. I understand. Like you guys have a full, you have two full-time jobs. You both have a full-time or second full-time job in the happy hour because between you working, editing, doing all that stuff, you being awesome, Brandy, and amazing, watching the kids and letting him have the time to do yeah. all that, which is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you. yeah, that's yeah. how that's how this happens because yeah. you come over to our house, which is awesome of Deuce to yeah. to come yeah. to us because th- yeah, this wouldn't happen if Deuce wasn't willing to come over to our place. Yeah, and, but I mean, you come to us, you know, and then you and Johnny come back here and you record your episode while yeah. I watch the kids and keep the kids out of your hair, and so it's it's a team effort. In and, all honesty, if the, if it was pro wrestling, me and you were a tag team, and she's the manager because she's got to yep. distract the ref. Which <laughs> Kids. So it's like get we're in chair. here, you know, get throwing punches. She is distracting the kids yeah. so we can get it done. She's yeah. the Bobby the Brain Heenan, if exactly, you will. Exactly, if you will. That, I think that's the best way to put it. And it's the yeah. truth. Like, we couldn't do this without you. Oh so my there's God. no need to feel bad about pulling the parent card because it's true. When you're a parent or when you've got a lot of responsibilities, your free time is very rare. So you've got to be careful what you spend it on. Yeah. So spending on something that you, gets overhyped. Yeah. You worry about. Yeah. It, well, I mean, there's nothing I hate worse than, like, going to watch a movie that has been, like, really hyped up, and then I, like, fucking hate it. And I'm like, well, there's two and a half hours of my life I'm never going to get back. Yep. Prime example. We did this the other Friday night. Me and Mom, Dad was out of town, so me and Mom had a movie night, and we watched The Judge. It sucked. Like, everybody's like, this oh, yeah. movie's awesome, and it had Robert Downey Jr. in it. I've never mm-hmm. seen it, yeah. And it had Robert Duvall in it, who I yeah. love, and we watched it, and I was like, this is kind of crappy. Actually, it had uh, it had a Fisk from Daredevil, since oh, we're really? talking about Daredevil, yeah. was oh. one of the brothers in it. For you me, know. he'll always be Grissom. Kingpin, yeah, was in it, and I'm like, 
this is this is crap. And and everybody said it was so good. And it was like, well, that's two hours. We ain't getting back. My mom didn't even finish it. She left. <laughs> She's like, tell me what happens. I'm like, a uh, guy dies in the boat at the end. She's like, oh, well, that's spoilers. No. Spoilers. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the, the whole point is like Daredevil was hitting. It is now, as of this recording, the most watched show on Netflix this year in 2015. Which I want to ask a question to both of you guys before we kind of get into the nuts and bolts of this. Also, we're going to uh, just let you know now, when we do get to the Daredevil talk, we will give spoiler a spoiler light. warning. Spoiler light. We're going to go spoiler light, but they, I've seen the whole thing. They've right. seen the first 10 episodes, so we are going to be talking a, a, a lot about it. So if you haven't started, we're going to give you a spoiler warning so you can, you know... Yes pause the podcast and come back to it later because we don't want to spoil it for anybody. But but my first question for you two is, how much comic book knowledge, Daredevil-wise, did you have going into this? I, I had a pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I would say, I, I didn't read Daredevil. Like on a right. scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like, I'm a Daredevil buff, I know everything, to one like, I walked by it one time at the comic book store. No, I've I've read it. I've read my hand. I'd say a five out of 10. five. Like okay. I'm average. Like, yeah, I know the basic premise. You're middle of the road. The characters okay. as villains and all that, but I don't. I haven't been reading it the last five years. Right, right, like right, right, right. So right. I don't know anything current. That's right now, you know. I would say um, I saw the the ben, the Ben Affleck movie, and that's all I knew. Of okay, Daredevil. so even less. So zero. So, uh, a two, two or three. Two or three. <laughs> one. Yeah. Now I I will say this, and to keep a, a, a short story short. Back in the early days of eBay, it was really easy to buy big comic book lots. Sure. And so I would buy these big, like you pay 50 bucks and you get like 100 comics. Yep. And they'd ship them to your house. And a lot of times it was basically just a grab bag. So, you know, you might get one or two good books in there, but then there'd be a lot of filler like Iron Man and Daredevil and Thor, which, by the way, kids, you don't know this, but in the late 90s, early 2000s, before the movies, not too many people gave a shit about Iron Man and Thor. They were like the. B level heroes it's of the a, Marvel it's an universe. Point. Yeah, yeah yep. they were the and and Daredevil was like CD. Yep. Um. So True. like you'd get a lot of Punisher. X Men yeah. owned the nineties. X Men owned the nineties. Superman. Um. Superman. Uh. Which was actually Spider-Man. funny because every once in a while you would get Batman and Superman in these mixes, but they'd be the older like you know late eighties, very early nineties ones that you get because it'd be a hodgepodge. But a lot of the ones I would get would be. Uh, Thor, Iron Man, and Daredevil. I would get a crap ton of because they couldn't get rid of them, and they're just. Like, I agree. Oh, you know, I, I remember, and I read every single one I got. So I actually had a lot of knowledge going into this, and a lot of knowledge going into Iron Man and Thor, which I normally wouldn't have. And Avengers. That was another one I got a lot of Avengers and West Coast Avengers because those books weren't selling that well back well, then. And that was the thing was like I. I'm looking at, looking at your shirt right now. Yeah. You got a bunch of the Marvel. You got Daredevil. Yeah. And oh my Doc- God, I love this shirt. Thank yeah. you, Walmart. Doctor Strange. And all I'm that. DC and, today. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because I do agree because I, I I was more of a Flash guy um, yeah. back in the day. Like I, I know a lot more about Flash, and we'll get into that show at a later date. Uh, but like I, I for me, it's like when I look at the '90s, X Men owned the '90s for me. Yep. Like it was X Men and everything else. It was like I. I Bye. So for me, the '90s X Men owned the '90s for me personally, and of course, who no one, everyone remembers the whole Death of Superman run in the late '90s. Uh, so Superman definitely had sold a lot there as well, and then of course Spider Man. Spider Man had like five series going on: Web of Spider Man, Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man, Sensational Spider Man. Every week, yeah. He and and back in the day, Deuce and I will tell you, comic books. For the main five that I just mentioned, those comic books people were going every you know every was it was it twice week, 
twice monthly. They they weren't weekly or, or or I forget how many how often it was, but it was, you know, you'd go and everyone was waiting in line for the next comic. Like that was back in the nineties. Like it was it was a big deal when you got a new comic. It book. was Mallrats. Remember was, Mallrats yep. when they were in line? Now actually they were in line to see Stan Lee in the movie, but it was true. Like new comic book day, I remember. Like I would get there and uh, you know people would already be in there waiting in line to get their books. But you wouldn't God. even have to yeah. go to the comic book shop. I mean they they comics were so well known. You can go to the supermarket. Go to Publix, yeah. go to Goodings, or go to Seven Eleven, and they would have the new comic on yeah. the stands. Like it was so popular that it would be everywhere. But of course, you know, later on, back in the two thousands, like you said, Marvel had some issues, and even DC did the new, re- you know, they revamped the new Fifty Two, and that went over. Two thousand, they didn't, they didn't do that till now. But yeah, DC didn't do the new Fifty Two. No, hold on, you guys misheard me. I'll, okay. I'll say it again. Sorry, sorry. And of course, in like you said in two thousand, it was like Marvel. They they were having some issues, and so they this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. After they sold the rights to all these different companies, it was like they kind of was like, "Hey, we got to do something to to kind of right this ship." And of course, DC was also hurting in the late two thousands. Um, they were hurting, and they decided to revamp their comic book series, the New Fifty Two, which yeah. went over pretty well for a couple of years. I mean, I thought it went pretty well. I got to back into reading comics, right, Brandy? Like, I'd be going reading comics every week. I'd be getting some new comics. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really heavily into it. Like, I was about the first year and a half of the New Fifty Two, I was getting like ten books. A, so a really, month. ten books a yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, so I'm I, actually when it comes to DC now, which is really weird to say. When it comes to DC now, I know more about DC than I do Marvel, and that's sad because yeah. I grew up reading primarily Marvel, and now it's like Marvel's so diluted and so saturated. Like I, there's so much going on. I can't I don't even know who Spider Man is. Like you go and you read, you're like there's four Spider Man right now, and it's like I don't know where to follow. That's why I love the whole Marvel now that they were doing. I, I got to catch up on Deadpool from the beginning, yeah. and it was awesome. Yay. And uh, so they did that, and then now they're wiping all that, and then DC's wiping what they're doing, and that's no whole conversation altogether. But as we were saying to Brian and uh, Nicole from the MDA Team Arrow, um, coming up, free comic book day, May 2nd. We'll yep. be there. We'll Your boys be there. will be there. Come see so, us from come 11 to 2, Emerald yep. City Comics. Yep. You can find them online. Come out and see us. We'll be there live podcasting from 11 to 2. You never know. We might bring some free swag with us. So oh, yeah. come and see us. Plus, make sure you bring some cash and come and see. Uh, Brian's got some amazing things at his booth. Yeah. He'll have a lot of cool stuff that For he's sure. going up, and all that money's going to the MDA Muscle Walk, oh, which yeah. we're going to be doing a lot of work with here in the future. So it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, so as we were all talking about that, it was like, you know, the whole debate on, you know, each studio was doing something different great. You know, like, you you look at Mar- Marvel, they're owning the movie industry. Like, they're just... I Before we started, we haven't watched an Age of Ultron, the three of us. So, no, no spoilers, anyone. Don't, t- you know, don't, don't mention anything to us about it yet. We haven't seen it yet. It'll probably be a week before we see it. But even before, like, two days ago, when the, you, the rest of the world got to see it before we did... It already broke two hundred and seven million dollars. Yeah, that's insane. So it hadn't even hit U.S. yet. So this is this might go down as the one of the, I'd say when it's all said and done, it might be one of the most watched movies or most successful movies of all time. It might kick Avatar out the window. I mean, that's record breaking already as it is. So it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, but you look at T- TV, you know, look at DC is owning it. You know, with Flash and Arrow and all that, and like now it's like Marvel. They kind of. For me, the first thing that jumped right out the gun, the the tone of Daredevil, totally different than than Agents of Shield. Because I don't watch, as we talked about it before, I don't really watch Agents of Shield. I watched the first four episodes. Do you watch Agents of Shield at all, Brandy? <laughs> no. I checked out. I was like, eh. 
I just wasn't for me. It was, I don't know. It's I didn't. I feel like whole, I didn't need to see it. Just the whole thing. It didn't grab me. It just didn't grab me. Yeah, and just the the idea itself. It was just like. Meh. And to be honest, between me you and the fence post, like I've been watching it, and if I was on more limited free time, I might cut it out. But I like it because for me, it's like my fun hour popcorn show. Like yeah. it's like it's fun and it's fluff, and I do get some cool Marvel tie-ins. Like uh, they did the episode this week, and I'm gonna have to wait to watch next week's until after I see Age Ultron. Um, but you know they had some stuff that actually ties directly into Age of Ultron, so That's it's like cool. cool because I watch this show, I know what's gonna happen in Age of Ultron. So that part's kind of cool. That's neat and all. I mean, I know that that's an aspect of Daredevil that I enjoy. That they they make the allusions to stuff that happened. That happened. Yeah, Yeah, stuff that happened. Brandy, tell tell me what's your favorite part of the Daredevil show so far? It's really interesting to see him, uh, Matt, the guy. uh, It's really interesting to see him develop as he goes along because thus far. He apparently hasn't killed anybody yet. Beat the shit out of him, yeah. sure. But he apparently hasn't killed anybody yet, which, you know, that's, like, you know, a point on his moral compass. And you know that that's going to be something that's going to happen because, you know, how do you really stop somebody that's as bad as Kingpin is, you know? I don't know if that's going to so, happen because you got to remember he's a die-hard Catholic, and Catholics are pretty hard about the No, no, seven, no, I'm saying so. that, but that's definitely going to be um, a driving point or something that's, you know, it's definitely going to be something that continues to be a struggle, you know, which is which I find interesting. I really uh, found the the episode with Stick was extremely fascinating. Um, yeah, the older man that the older blind trained man, him, the yeah. mentor guy. Up. Yeah, which to my understanding, I think Stick is completely just for the show. I don't ever remember seeing. Stick I don't ever remember. I, he might yeah. be a new character just for this. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I have no idea. But I, regardless, I found the whole. I found that episode rather fascinating. Um. Especially the last end of it when he's talking to some other person that we have no idea who that is. I'm like, okay, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, I, I, I just, oh, and the whole little budding romance between Foggy and um, Jessica. I don't give a shit. It's well, Jessica. It's Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, let Foggy let and Karen. The whole budding the yeah. little relationship between them is really cute. So I really enjoy that. So. Well, I, I'm I'm right there with Brandy. I, I like some of the little more hum- humanistic parts of the show. Like, I felt like this is the most humanistic that I've seen King King displayed, portrayed. Yeah. Because, like, you got to see his whole backstory, who he is and why he's who he, you know, for the most part. We haven't seen everything, obviously. But, like, him as a kid growing up and his deadbeat dad and, like, it's, it's really interesting to see that because when you read the comics and even in the movie, uh, you know, with uh, rest in peace, uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Don't even, don't even get me started. Go ahead. Yeah. So like even he guy. was that just kind of. greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's soul. awesome. Um, but his portrayal of Kingpin was just hardcore and, and ruthless. And, and that's what he is in the comics. Like you very rarely get to see pull back the layers of the onion and see who what makes him tick mm-hmm. you know and i think this was great you kind of get to see the well, yeah it was really because that's something that you and i brought up the last night when we were watching the episodes was um i said you know nobody becomes that ruthless of an asshole of a killer you know just because they want to be you know it starts off you know yeah from, i saw dexter yeah i know how that <laughs> works. Yeah, I know yeah. How it works. yeah yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, there's something that triggers that behavior. And, you know, yeah, your dad beating on your mom. And, you know, that's, yeah, that's going to lead you down that path. So. And, and like I said, we're starting to get into spoiler territory here, boys and girls. So if, if you yeah, haven't watched it. we've been it, in spoiler yeah. territory well, for a couple of minutes. If you haven't watched yeah. it, you definitely want to, um, you definitely probably want to hit the pause button. Let me ask, have, have you figured out, have you gotten far enough in the show where they say who killed his dad? Matt's dad? No, uh, Fisk is dad. Yeah, we've seen that. That, that he, Fisk did it. Yeah, yeah. and what? And then his mom and him sawed him up into little okay. pieces. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. crazy, too. Like, his mom was all I of a sudden. that was hilarious. Yeah. She's like, She's like we're okay. going to take care of this. Yeah. So they cut off a piece of him and would wrap it up in yep. newspaper and take it down the river and just chunk that bitch every yeah. night. Like, yeah, I was every like, night for crap. a week, I think. Yeah, that way the pieces wouldn't be next take... to each other. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, so wow. they would just yeah. throw a piece out every day until finally. So they got a, a dead sawed up hacked up body in their house yeah, in their apartment. for for yeah. a week well let's let's go i'm i'm when it comes to movies and television i kind of it's i'm a very analytical so like i always like to research who made it the the cast and everything in it let's just kind of give thanks uh to the creators of the show first because uh, Stephen S. Knight, um the dude is amazing um him and Drew Goddard teamed up to do this uh, I've been singing both of their praises for years. Deuce and I both have too because they they both of them worked yeah. for Joss, under Josh Sweden for Angel and Buffy. Uh, oh, they did. They did. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Second, um, I saw Drew Goddard. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be. Yeah. Good. See, because here's the thing. Like, I notice the actors. I don't notice like the background people as much. But I know you because you like like scores and mm-hmm. things like that. Like you notice camera people. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, executive producers, yeah, product, like yeah, that. production companies play a big part in what kind of quality you're going to see because you yeah. can have fantastic ar- actors, but give them shit direction and yeah. shit production, and yeah. it's going to be a shit show. Well, you can even give them good actors, good production, but give them a shit script and shit direction. And yeah, you can't crap. do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all that stuff. Hi, has Jupiter to... sending. How are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all that stuff, you know, all the planets have to align for that to, for it to turn out. But, I mean, when you've got heavyweights like Drew Goddard in the yeah. mix. Yeah, you I know, mean, Drew Goddard... Behind uh, the scenes doing sh- this shit, and you know it's going to be some good shit. Yeah, I mean, other things Drew Goddard did I mean, with Joss Whedon, they did Cabin in the Woods, which Deuce and I and Brandy have all sung mm-hmm. the praises of that amazing movie. Uh, I as, loved it. As well as Drew Goddard uh, went on to do stuff for Lost as well, uh, The Good Lost. Um, I <laughs> that. The Good Parts of Lost. Uh, yeah. Rachel knows what I'm talking about as well. The early years. The early years. The early years. Uh, and so, like, he, he's d- gone to do lots of amazing things, and he's also written comics. Drew Goddard has as well. So the guy knows his stuff. He knows the source material. Obviously, Joss Whedon as well, because he, he kind of they worked together in all these years. Stephen S. and I was really known for, like, his first show was Spartacus, the show of stars. Oh. Like, so when you see the Which action scenes. Amazing. That was like, the greatest written porno that I've was ever seen. Fantastic. Yeah, right? yeah, but no. the action is, it, but it makes no. me want to keep watching after I pull my pants up. I mean, <laughs> <that's great stuff. laughs> but Spartacus had some amazing action in it. For, oh, oh, my God. Spa- oh, dude, yeah. and, and, and getting back to Daredevil, that is the other, my fa- probably, like, my... Truly, my favorite aspect of Daredevil is is the fight scenes. Just this intense, this man. mix of of um, judo, judo, Muay judo, Muay Thai, and some parkour thrown in there for good mix too. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. I love it. It's it's awesome. So I I really enjoy good fight scenes and these 
you know, I, I was definitely, there were several times I was like, whoa! So Especially uh, that fight scene in the alley in um, episode two is the famous one people always go back to. Because, like, mm-hmm. that's a long, where they're in that, uh, spoilers, yeah. when they're in that hallway when he's going to rescue the boy and they're just fighting, he's fighting all those Russians. Yeah. yeah. That is so intense and you're like, what's going to happen? You don't even get to see the room. The door shuts. And you're like, you hear all the sound and... And like I, I think that's what's great is your mind's completing the picture, and, and you know there's a boy that's stuck in there. And 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 the thing is, is like Matt, he's he, you know, he's dude. The dude's blind, right? Like, he, but he has over because of his accident. Yeah. Now, do you still have to correct me here? Um, that's not is that canon in the comics? How he, how he got blind with the chemicals? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. the chemicals. The only thing, and I'm actually really really glad in the show they didn't see it. Uh, or didn't show it is once he got blind he was blind but he got like a sonar sense and so not only did it heighten all of his other senses he got this sonar so he couldn't see like me and you could see but he knew where things were at and had a better like depth perception he could right. see farther than our natural eye could and things like that but every because that was my only real complaint I had with the Daredevil movies when they showed like how he saw it just looked shitty it did and yeah. the thing is I know we've come way way further with CGI than we did back when the Affleck movie came out but it's one of those things it's almost like good horror movies good horror movies don't show you everything they just allude to I it agree. and you have to I make agree. it up in your mind the Hitchcockian method exactly and yeah. I think the same thing with the superpower just tell people like you know, it's kind of like sonar. I can see things. I can see farther, hear farther. Just tell them what the power is because then what you imagine in your mind is going to be greater than any CG right. scene of what the power is, you know. And especially – and Brandy hit the nail on the head uh, with the fight scenes. Like, I'm a big fight fan. I'm a big UFC yeah. fan. I get all the UFC fights. These are straight-up UFC moves they're using. Like, yeah. And it is no joke. Well, you know, it's funny because it is, a, like Brandy said, it's like a, a uh, amalgamation of Muay Thai and Judo. And what that means for the people listening at home that are not uh, uh, knowledgeable of what those mean, it, it's not... Oh, I saw Austin Powers. Judo, chop! It's a lot of countering. It's a lot of catches. Like, he'll yes. catch someone's punch yeah. and, and uh, parlay that or parry that into something else. He'll catch things. He, he'll he knee mm-hmm. someone knee to the face, kind of like a very movie tie is very leg-oriented. And he does movie his, tie is fucking vicious. Yeah, Tony Jaw is, was like the pioneer of that oh here in, you know, uh, in the movie world uh, a few years ago. Uh, definitely check him, out, check him out if you haven't seen him. But, like, I just love the fight scenes because, A, every move has a purpose to it. It's not, like, over and and just random, you know, nonsense. Like, every every hit, every punch has a purpose to it. Uh, and he's not the and Brandy. He's not the perfect at it. He gets hit like he's yeah. I mean, I know the dude's blind, but still, like he he can hear things. And I think they do. Yeah. There's a really cool uh, fight scene when uh, Jessica, De- Deborah, and Wall or whatever. Uh, Karen, Karen is the character's uh, name. We know her Thank from True you. Blood because uh, she was amazing in True Blood. Uh, if you've not checked out her True Blood se- series review, Brandy was on that episode as well. Definitely go back mm-hmm. and check that. I think that was episode eight. Check know. that. That was a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, we've done this thing for a while now. Sixty plus episodes. I don't know. Uh, but like I, there's a scene where you know he's he's going to help her out and rescue her, and right. uh, but he's you know he can't really see. It's raining, and we're like, wait a minute, is the yeah, rain I'm helping him? Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm her? like, is is the, the rain, rain 
a good thing or a bad thing here? And I think we decided it was a good thing. Yeah, because he could hear the raindrops hitting different things. Echoing off the shit. He could hear it because, like, they make reference in the show, like, because all of his senses are heightened that he can hear and smell and taste. Like, he's superhuman almost in that way. Yeah. Like, it's it's very – and he can almost have an image of what you look like despite everything that's hearing around him. He said it looks yeah. like you're looking into a world of fire is what he said in the show, yeah. uh, which was really fascinating how they showed that. I thought that was really cool. Uh, but the fight scenes were amazing, and and they, I think they didn't over, they didn't overstay the welcome. Like they they were perfectly timed, and right. everything had a you know, purpose. Like for, I love a good fight scene, but like you, you don't need a man of steel. Yeah. Do it <laughs> and yeah. get it done. And I don't need to see you know fifteen minutes of gratuitous you know punches, Just and ass kicks. whipping. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what I love about the show as well, a thing I would um, you know for all you out there, because I know there's definitely some procedural stuff in here um and, but it's not heavy on it like there's there's obviously that whole aspect of hey you know you got the guy who plays kingpin William Fisk he was in spectral, special victims unit like he you know he Longer comes from SVU, that background yeah. yeah he comes from that background so like you know you, you have that and of course we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the amazing beautiful talented Rosario Dawson she's amazing in this as Claire fantastic she plays a nurse. She's amazing. Yep. Uh, but I think that's what's great is nothing feels forced in this show. Nothing feels like, oh, they have to do it. It's not like a setup for something. You know, everything is just self-contained because, correct me if I'm wrong, dude, this was just going to be a miniseries, but it was so successful that they were going to make another show because no. it was called the miniseries. No, it wasn't it, even... It, here's the thing, just so we can kind of get this out the way, the explanation. Marvel, because we talked about this in an old podcast I did called Old Things Small Screen when the deal broke. What the deal was, was Marvel bought the rights, and they got the rights to Daredevil, a.k.a. Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. And they bought the four of those, and each one was going to be a miniseries. And then it was going to all wrap up with the Defenders, which would kind of be... Think of it like a TV version of the Avengers. Like, they each get their own little 12-episode show, and then they all fight together in one for 12 episodes. Right. To be honest, no contracts were signed for season two for any of these people. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, we're going to do these mini series. We're going to do the Deven- of, of Defenders. Avengers, the Defenders. Yeah. And then, you know, yes, if Marvel wants to use us for like Infinity War, they can because they had an option in the contract that, hey, if your character does good and we want to add you to Infinity War, we can do that. Um, this was the first show that's gotten picked up for a second season. Because they had to re-sign everybody's contracts. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, I was fine. just looking at the IMDb for Fisk, and he was in uh, Men in Black. Yeah. He was oh, Edgar. Yeah. Yep. The Edgar suit. Yep. Which yeah. I swear to God's the same voice he's using. <laughs> he keeps <laughs> talking like this, yeah. like I've got yeah. a big chew of tobacco in my face all the time. Well, I lo- <laughs> I really love the way that he talks on Daredevil. He talks he, really he, weird. It took. It I'm not is. gonna lie. It took me out of like the first two episodes seeing him. I'm like, it took me out of everything. I'm it like, is a God, weird way of a, speaking, yeah. but I think it works because he's he's an awkward person. Using, yeah, maybe that's that's what it is. That's why he has the assistant doing no. all this stuff because he himself he's like he's not. It's like a guy that's not good with PR. You know the yeah. kind of you know you have other people handle your PR. He's kind of shy in a little bit. Even yeah. even with the female that you know he's he's been romancing a female. Um, what's her name in the show? Which man? Uh, they totally cho- changed her up on the show from the comic book. 
Oh, she's in the comic. She's in the comic, and she's actually Kingpin's love interest in the comic. But in the comic, she never knew what he he was doing. Like, she knew he was wealthy. She knew that, you know, oh, he had, you know, this and that um, business. But she didn't know about all this backdoor stuff. But I I believe – I think it's more believable because that's the way it would be today. You know what I mean? Like, look, I know you're rich. But I know you're doing some sh- shady shit. Women aren't dumb. Vanessa is women, her name. Women are yeah. smart. They're intelligent. Like they have, they know what something's going on. They actually, I argue, women have a, a sixth sense where they can detect things that men can't. Um, and so, like they, I, I, it would almost feel like they're running a. I don't know. I don't. I don't like the fact that they wrote someone that stupid in the comics. Like I, I appreciate the fact that they took someone that was we eloquent. Remember, this was like '80s. Yeah, I know. So yeah, but I, I'm 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 happy that they they took it and made her strong. And oh, made, I agree too, know. and I think it's better because she's more lethal. Because it's like, look, oh, the yeah. other girl was completely dumb, didn't know what was going on. Then when she found out, she's like, "Oh my god, you do all this, I'm leaving you." Yeah. But this girl was like, "Oh, you're doing this, you're going down." Oh well, I got a backup plan. We we got this. Yeah. So, like, she's more dangerous because she knows yeah, what's going on exactly. and knows how to navigate the world. I, I think with this show, it's smart. I mean, I it is. It's not a dumb comic book show. You know what I mean? It doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't hold your hand. It's like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, not that I'm wanting to compare to Agents of Shield, but Marvel doesn't have anything else on TV other than Agents of Shield. So it's like you have to compare it. You know, that's only you can compare it to. And that's the thing. It's just polar opposite. It is a night and day difference between what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is doing and, you know, what Daredevil is doing. Which is hilarious because they're both done by ABC Studios. Yep. So you think, okay, ABC's got this amazing product over here, which is Daredevil, which, like I said, I, don't get me wrong, I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot. I really enjoy it, and I love the show. But it is popcorn. Like, it's like, oh, it's fun to watch, but... You could ask me this week, Kyle, what happened this week on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I could probably tell you two things out of ten. Because it just doesn't stick, if that makes any sense. It's Agents like of S.H.I.E.L.D. Good, is more niche, yeah. I think. It's more yeah. for that niche audience. Like, yeah, it's it, more for like the hardcore Marvel people, and I love it because it has a metric fuck ton of Easter eggs. Yeah. And I do like that it connects to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and there's a lot of ways that it connects to it. And people are like, oh, well, it doesn't connect to anything. I'm like, no. Did you watch this week's? There's a huge lead into Avengers: Age of Ultron that you would not know walking into the movie theater if you had not watched the show. So. I almost felt like Agents of Shield is more of like a compendium, like it's something that you could you you, you kind of have it along with it. It's not required viewing, you know. Okay, let's use something. And, and Lily, you, you'll love us for this. The, the books that went along with the Lord of the Rings. There was the Lord of the Ring trilogy. There was a Hobbit, and then there was the, the appendices. They it would kind of be like the appendices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way I treat it. Like, I think it would almost be better if Brandy and I watched Agent Shield after it was over because it's like a we don't have cable, we're cord cutters. Uh, B, it's like the yeah. first season's on Netflix or it was. I don't know if it is now. Um, so it's like we can go into the first season. We're like, ah, uh, you know, check and see if we, you know, I've seen the first four, first four episodes. But what I mean by comparing both shows, Agent of Shield is bright, colorful, campy. And you go to juxtapose that to Daredevil. Daredevil's tone dark. is very dark, very dark. Mm-hmm. Even literally, like the camera and the shots and the scene is dark. Like it's very dark yeah. and grimacing, but not in a, like a, a brooding like, oh, I'm I'm all hipster and emo boy. No, no, it's more of like you know, it, it it's dark because it needs to be dark and it's there for a reason. Like that whole story, you know. Like I said, I've only read bits and pieces of the comics growing up, so I don't have a huge. But I knew. Who, Daredevil was. I knew Matt Murdock was. I I knew who Kingpin was. I knew some of the the lore and the characters. And I think you know, with we we talked about this before, Deuce. You have to treat this as separate entities. Like you can't even with 
uh, Age of Ultron and all this coming on. This it's not the same as the comics. It is its own separate thing. They're trying to be faithful to the comics, but yeah. it's it's its own universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I I've, I think yeah. It, well, I say this anytime you go into any kind of adapted material, you need to take everything separate. Like let's use True Blood. True Blood, the books are in one place, the TV shows another. Same thing with the comics. The comics are in one place. The cinematic universe is another. The TV shows are another. Even though the TV shows are connected to the movies, you kind of need to take each one as you get it. And I think the biggest problem is a lot of people will take things and say, oh, well, you know, it's not like the comics. It's not like – it's not going to be, brother. Just take it for what it is and enjoy it. Like, I have a – and I hate to say it. I think a lot of people sometimes go into things with negative attitudes. Like, sure. Like, yeah. prime example, let's look at what happened earlier this week with the whole – uh, Jared Leto, and they showed the picture of oh, him yeah. as the Joker, and yep. people were exploding and going, that's not the Joker, that's not this, that's not that. Mm-hmm. Well, if you read into it and see what they're saying, like all the tattoos on his body, the reason he has those tattoos is he's been in so many fights with Batman, he's got all these scars to cover him up, he's gotten tattooed to cover all the scars he's right. had with fighting Batman. That makes sense. Why does he have the blinged out teeth? Because he's gotten so many fights with Batman, he got his teeth knocked out. So he decided to get silver ones to replace the ones that got knocked out. Right. You know, those are all legitimate. Okay, that makes sense. Like, as a comic book fan, even, I'm like, that makes sense. But, you know, you've I think they kind of, I think they, even the production guy kind of backtracked later that week saying that the official, like, in movie will not actually have the tattoos. From what I read, he did a couple tweets about it. One of the producers, I think. He did, and it's so far off, and that's yeah. a sad thing. And we're, we're going to hit Marvel for two seconds. We're going back to Daredevil, I swear. I'm more excited about Suicide Squad than I am about Batman vs. Superman. I give two shits about Batman vs. Superman. Well, well, I almost feel like that's another topic for another day. We're because gonna pin it. We're going to pin it, and we're going to go back to Daredevil. All right, all right. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, Daredevil, Brandy, like what, you and I were talking about how, how great of a character Foggy is. Like we, he's not mm-hmm. in the comics, as far as I know, right? No, Foggy he's, he's pretty, is an original. He is no. he really? Yeah, because that was always it was uh, Foggy and Murdoch was the law firm. Oh, he uh, no, that, that is from like day one. I didn't comic. know that. Yeah, so I even, they I always had the yeah. law firm, and the two of them were mm-hmm. always together. Oh wow, and that was the thing because it, it took a long time in the comics for Foggy to finally figure out that Daredevil was who Daredevil was, mm-hmm. and. Kind of like you guys have seen the show when he finally finds out and he wigs out. He's like, how long have you been lying to me and all? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> I actually spoiled spoilers for the people watching. We're keeping this on the show. We're, keep, we're not editing this out. So well, he does find out on the show. He finds out on the show and he's like, how long have you been lying to me? Right. Are you blind? He, he tells him, are right. you blind? Yeah. And he throws something at him and he That's knocks funny. it away and he's like, you're not blind. He's like, yes, I am blind. But then he explains the sonar. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So Foggy's been around since day one. But for That's Brandy awesome. and I, he was new to us. So Brandy, you really liked, you gravitated towards his character. Cause yeah, because he's charisma. He's he's he's, he's a damn mighty duck. Why wouldn't you? Well, that's what I thing. know, right? Okay, so I was like flying I, V, baby. Well, that was the thing, dude. Is like I was like watching the show. I'm like, God, this guy looks familiar. He, he kind of. Yeah, well, that was, was one of the bad. That was yeah. too. Um, Whatever. But yeah, and I was just like. God, he looks so familiar. And Brandy's like, yeah, he's from that show or what, a movie or something. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, uh, and he, he kind of looked like a like a young Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So he, kinda, he does. He, he does, really does. He? Like Especially because like he's, he's, God bless him. I put on a little weight too, brother. He's put on a little weight and he does look a lot like Philip Seymour If he already like a biopic, that he'd yeah. be awesome oh, to play that, right? He'd oh. be great. Mm. Uh, Hollywood, but, get on that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, 
You can that pay, needs to happen. roll to checks. Go to Happy Hour Johnny Deuce on that uh, suggestion there. You um, can send the cases of beer yep, to yeah. at hhpodcastshow at yeah. gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, God, he looks familiar. And so I did what most average Americans are. They would IMDb, which mm-hmm. is the Internet Movie Database, one of the best websites ever made. Well, I go, go to Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm the worst. I just go Wikipedia oh, actor. I click on it, and then it shows the picture. I'm like, okay. And then you can see everything they've done on there. Yeah. Oh, I go. I go. I'm a Wikipedia I'm, whore. I go down Wikipedia rabbit holes all the time at work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've been busted at work being on Wikipedia. Like, what? Uh, look at <laughs> comic shit. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, IMDb. Yeah. So I go in there, and I'm like, I literally like tried to not. To, I, I, was, I was at work when I was looking at it, too. And, and and I was like, I was eating my lunch or eating my sandwich <laughs> or whatever, and I almost choked on my sandwich I was eating. Um, oh, really? Didn't your co worker be like, no, are you all right? Okay? And I go, yeah, it's okay. I, I was like, 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 holy shit, Mighty Ducks. I'm like, that's Fort Reed, bitch. And I'm like, I'm chewing in my mouth, and then and then I'm, I'm almost choking on my my sandwich at work. And they're like, are you all right, Tyler? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the fact that he's Fulton Reed from Mighty Ducks, I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. That was an Which epic. I've heard season two of Emilio's Estevez is going to make a cameo. Oh, really? No, I'm just going to get it. Oh, I'm my God. Did you see Johnny's the face was like, really? <laughs> that would be awesome. Emilio. <laughs> the geek out. from Dawson's Creek's coming back, too. Pacey. Yeah. The the geek out moment right there. Oh my god, man, that, that was that was, was amazing. So that was that was the moment of the night. That's why I wish we were running video. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, he's great in it. I think he adds a sense of like uh, I don't know, like comic relief, sort of, sort of like I don't know. In I, a I, lot I, of ways, he's your point of view character. He's yeah. like mm-hmm. the everyman and like the yes, okay. Yes, the how does this world work if you're just Joe Blow? Working a job, right? And there's superheroes running around, you know. Yeah. And I like how they allude, like you said earlier, to the incident and talk about the Avengers mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's not over. It's not like they're beating you over the head with it. Like, right. They're like, oh, it's not like he has. Well, a magic yeah, hammer. like we yeah, had. Exactly. We had it's not to, like Iron Man flies by. Yeah, a scene we had or to watch a couple of episodes before I was like, all right, I'm calling it. They are definitely talking about the Avengers. They're not talking here. about 9/11, folks. I mean, it's tragic as 9/11 was. They're not talking about that. They're talking about. Yeah, I didn't put it all together myself until I think the third episode where they showed Ben Ulrich, yeah, uh, the reporter, mm-hmm. and back behind his desk there was a. A frame newspaper that said, you know, uh, the attack on yeah, yeah, the attack on New York and everything. Right. So I think they were really cool about doing that. But I like him a lot, and I also like how they sewn. You've seen his girlfriend, right? His ex girlfriend, yeah. mm-hmm. and I was like, you, you sly dog, you. Like, I mean, yeah. she was good looking, and yep. you know, it was like, all right, this guy's got some moves. He's got yeah, some, he's got some game. Yeah, he's yeah. got some game. He's been running some game on the uh, secretary over there too. So, yeah. You know. yeah, like I said, he's a charming motherfucker, man. Yep. He's sure. just a cool dude. Like he's a guy you'd want to have a beer with. But he's yeah. Being, but he's being very cautious though because he's alluded to. You know, he's had friends, and all of a sudden, his friends say too much or research too much, and they're gone. Like yeah. they they can't they 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 feed him their fish food, and so it's like he's very very cautious about what he's trying to do because he doesn't want. And even Karen, he's telling Karen, hey, you know. You need to watch out what you're doing because you're now being working for a law firm. You're in the public yeah. eye now. Yeah. People are going to watch every move you have, everything yeah. you do. So I just I, – I love – for me, like someone that's so OCD and analytical, like I, I like to look at all the moving parts in every episode. I'm like, oh, my God. There's something happening here in the background, like Deuce said. There's something here, and then this is moving to this part. There's things that I I, I want to rewatch this season just because I know there's things that I missed. And, and like I'm, I'm really looking forward to – 
you know, seeing where this goes. Because obviously, Brandy and I haven't finished it yet. But uh, I mean, we've loved every minute of it. I mean, it's a thing where we're like, oh, we're gonna watch this. Well, we'll we'll pull the but the curtain back a little bit for Happy Hour fans. Um, when all of our friends were down, thank they were so awesome. Ori, Rochelle, uh, Mike, Mike, uh, Angela, Angela, Hamilton, yeah, Anya, everybody were down. Uh, they left early, early Sunday morning, and that night we had stayed up. Wait, which God bless you, thank you, Brandy, for letting your husband <laughs> stay with us. Because what did you leave like at my house, like two in the morning or something? Oh, it was ridiculous. It was, really it was ridiculously yeah. late. So we go to bed. I set my alarm clock because they wanted to go to Universal the next day. I get up when the alarm clock goes off. I make the coffee. I get in the shower. I take a shower. Okay, and I go, okay, Deuce, you're going to run tomorrow on beer and energy drinks. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, dead. And then I knocked on the door. I said, hey, do you want to go? And they're like, Or well, and Anya. Or and Anya, yeah. because they were still there. And Anya's yeah. like, well, I ain't feeling that great. And I said, well, dude, I ain't married to going. Like, if you guys don't want to go, we don't have to go. And I'll save you guys a ton of money. And Ori talks to her and, and then talks to me. And they go, yeah, we don't go. And I, I said it, and, and when I said it, I, I meant it. So because I'm not a guy that drops an L bomb, awesome. I'm like, like, yeah, we don't want to go. And I'm like, I love the two of you. I'm going back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I slept for like four hours. But when we got up, we started watching Daredevil. And the first two or three episodes, to be honest, I slept through most of them. And Ori's like, Are you good to keep watching? Because you were like napping hardcore with barley on the couch. I'm like. Bro, I'm good. I got this. So, like, and I kept watching. I'll rewatch it later. But that's yeah. what I've been doing this past week because it pulled behind the scenes more. You were like, hey, we're going to watch this. We're going to do an episode of it. So, I've been rewatching at the gym and even rewatching it now that I've gotten past where I fell asleep through and the episodes I know I watched. I pick up more things, yeah. and it's just like anything. When you watch yeah. it a second time, you pick up things you didn't notice the first time. But that's, that shows you how good the show is that you want to watch yeah. it again. So that's the thing I, I think you alluded to earlier was like, this is a show that surprised people because, like you said earlier, it wasn't going to be – it was just going to be a miniseries that's going to lead up to Defenders. Yeah. But the fact that – I mean, within 24 hours, this broke in Netflix records. It's like oh, seriously, yeah. Like, it, it blew it away. It broke the internet it, almost. It, it broke – yeah. It, yeah it, like, Fail almost came yeah. up on Twitter because too many people were ta- – so many people were talking about it. And uh, – bless you, Brandy. <laughs> and uh, I uh, – I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be, you know, everyone's talking about it, and, and everyone's telling me how great it is. And, of course, you know, Brandy and I were like, all right, well, and Deuce, Deuce and I were like, hey, we should talk about it on the show. I'm like, oh, let's go watch it. And, and I told you, I'm like, this is really good. Yep. You guys need to watch yep. it. So we started watching it, and Brandy and I were like, all right, we're watching this for the podcast. We're going to watch a couple of night. And all of a sudden, we're like, fuck, we're just watching this because we like it. And, like, yeah, and we're not just watching it for yeah. the show. We're like, we like it. Uh, and it's it's a thing that I want to know more about. I want to see more of. And the yes. fact that they are like it's a good time. Netflix is probably like told ABC like, hey, uh, this is our most watched show of 2015. Um, can you do another one? And their NBC is like, yeah, let's do it. Well, because to be honest with you, like I was reading some stuff today, and I'm going to throw out the term we love to throw out, which is allegedly, allegedly because they're doing the second season, they might move Defenders back. So Defenders will come out after the second season. They of should. Why not? Well, well, here's the thing. You do the second season of Daredevil, you have wrapped uh, AKA Jessica Jones, you have wrapped uh, Luke Cage, and you have wrapped Iron Fist, which I don't know if you guys know much about Luke Cage and Iron Fist. But no, I don't know anything uh, about basically, it. Basically, those two guys start a business in, you know, in Brooklyn called Heroes for Hire, where basically the two of them are like, hey, you pay us and we'll come you know, watch you, protect you, whatever. So, in my opinion, there won't be a second season of Luke Cage and a second season of in, Iron unless Fist. Unless it goes They'll, off like gangbusters. 
they'll put them together and they'll do the second season will be Heroes for Hire, which in my opinion you need to do because I'm not going to lie, Luke Cage can carry 12 episodes by himself. Iron Fist, in my opinion, cannot. Like, I think that's going to be the one that may, out of the bunch, bomb just because, don't get me wrong, I like Iron Fist. There's a lot of Eastern mysticism in it, a lot of Kung Fu, um, minus this whole thing about they're saying Ryan Felipe might be cast as Iron Fist, which is horrible. I'm like, dude, seriously, you can't find an Asian guy that does Kung Fu and is a good actor? Like, come on. Like, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But but I think that they'll combine those two. But if you have, like, the second season of Daredevil have appearances by Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, or even have both of their shows wrap up and they do the Heroes for Hire and Heroes for Hire's around. Like, and plus, Daredevil had so much in the later issues of the comics where basically once Foggy found out what was going on knew he was a hero, they started helping other heroes. Like, oh, this guy got in trouble for something. Let's help him out. But we know his alter ego is this like and they kind of became like the superhero law firm so i mean they can run this show as long as they want to i mean it has the license to print money well that was the point the whole point i was trying to make was no one expected this show to do great no no one did because a uh most people didn't like daredevil movie let's be honest most people didn't care for it And you know we liked it, the director's cut or the uh, the or yeah the director's. Cut I like of it. both, and I like the Electra movie, which season two has got to have Electra show up. Like it has to. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree that you know that you know they should have other people introduce more people into it. Um, but like no one knew how successful this was. I mean the fact numbers don't lie, and that's the no. thing is if Netflix goes, hey, this is our most watched show in 2015, it blew away. See the, the premieres for House of Cards and, and Orange Is the New Black. I mean, come on. That, right now, it's the most watched show they have. It's been right. everything, everything else they've got. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that yeah. numbers talk. Thank like, you, Dizzy, for that information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Numbers talk, though. And that's the thing is, is like, you know, if, if it's that, people, that means people want to see more. Like, yeah. if it's that many people watching it, and it hasn't even been, what, a week, two weeks? Isn't even. It's been about two, maybe three. Yeah. So yeah, it hasn't been a full month yet. It hasn't been a full month. But it hasn't been a full month yet. Yeah. And it's still killing it. Yeah. Like, people are still watching. Like, I know people who I've talked to that are friends of mine that are on their third rewatch of it. Like, But Netflix does this amazing thing that no other company has done well, in my personal opinion, on their streaming services. They put it on the front page. They go, hey, Netflix original, and they go, bam, whatever it is. Like, and they drop the whole season. So, yep. like, literally, oh, it's awesome. me, Ori, right. Anya watched, I, eight, think, I think, eight episodes eight episodes in one day. And yep. that's including we stopped and we played, which you will like Danny Law from the Game Shelf, good friends of ours. Yep. We played... The house on the hill that's a betray- the betrayal on house on haunted hill. I don't know. It was this awesome board game the three of us played, which was and we played that for two hours. We ate like we broke it up. We walked barley like we did some other stuff. So it wasn't like we were glued to the TV all day. And to be honest with you, I went to bed. I went to bed super early. I went to bed like at nine o'clock because I'm like, I know I'm taking you guys to work or taking you guys to, to the airport tomorrow, but I. I kind of want to go to bed early, so night, guys. And they stayed up, like, I think until, like, midnight or something watching. I think they might have actually finished, finished it at series. my house. Probably. Yeah. Wow. So Well, that's the thing. is like numbers don't lie, and the fact that so many people watch this show in this short period of time uh, tells Netflix and um, ABC Studios that, hey, we want more. 
And yeah. also, this is growing organically. People are telling their friends about it, and I think that's another reason why this is a snowball effect. It's like, right. sure, Netflix, everyone, if you have Netflix, you're, it's, it's so worth your money. You get all this amazing content. But Netflix is being seriously treated as a like a serious a legitimate network now. Yeah, because it's like you have these amazing programs like Orange is the New Black and Brandy, and I love the hell out of that show. The show's fantastic. Uh, House, of, House of Cards. There's also some other ones that people don't know so much about, like yeah. you, the... the uh, What's your name from The Office? Um, oh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Oh, my God. That show was the greatest. I watched that whole show within, like, two days because it was so damn funny. But, and it was by Tina Fey. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you guys out there, if you just like oh, good, you go. funny, rel- rel- well, thank you, written comedies, you need to check out The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It is hilarious. And I think I like that one a lot more because they're like thirty minutes, so like you could bust out the whole season like in two nights, yeah. like you know. So oh my god, such a great show! But I gotta like, wait a year for it to come back, and it's killing me. But uh, and it's you're like, killing me, Smalls. <laughs> you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> uh, Netflix is just so good now. I mean, it, y- before it was just a good place to see movies and, and maybe some television, but now it's like they have original programming. Plus, you get movies and all that. Like, it's amazing. Why it's so not spend the nine ninety nine? I mean, really, it's, it's amazing. Just dumb not to do uh, it. And and people are treating it seriously, especially now with the inception of HBO now, and like so, it's yeah. like. You know, Game of Thrones isn't doing so hot apparently from what we've been reading. Um, oh, yeah. Allegedly, uh, don't don't get me started. Allegedly, that's a discussion uh, for another day. Yeah, um, pin that one too. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Daredevil. If you've not watched Daredevil, Deuce Brandy, we give uh, our support for that show. Yeah, for sure. Totes my goats. That show is awesome. Daredevil is fantastic, and I love the show, and I can't wait to see more of it. Yeah, it's going to be great. We recommend it. Uh, two thumbs up from the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, um, or whatever our coding system is. We ha- I can't review it yet, but I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, Deuce, uh, what would you give it? How many beers out of ten uh, if you had to give I'd it a review? I'd give it nine. I mean, nine like, beers I don't wanna, out of ten. I don't want to give it ten because ten's like perfect, and... There's definitely, a, I think, room for improvement, but it's a definite solid nine beers. So from Deuce, from the Happy Hour and Giant Deuce, Deuce gives it nine beers out of ten. What about you, Brandy? Out of ten beers. So ten far. being perfect, one being, eh, it's the worst. Oh, I'd probably be up there around an eight or a nine, too. Yeah. It, it's really I mean, it's good. Solid. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's really, really, really solid. Right, I'm right there show. with you guys. It's really good. And obviously, Brandy and I have four more episodes to watch, but... Of what we've seen, I, I love it. I think it's great. I want to see more of it. And that's the thing is, like, a lot of shows you're like that are week to week, you're like, oh, I'll just catch it next week. But this is a show because it has the Netflix model where they drop the whole season. It's like you, you can watch it anytime you want. You don't have to worry about your DVR box being full. You, don't have to, you know what I mean? There's a yeah. lot of cool things and a lot of cool factors of Which watching I, it. I kind of want to drop another point on that. Sony, uh, we love you. We love your PlayStation Network. We love your system. This is where you drop the ball on powers because yeah. you're doing it week to week. And I have probably not watched in the past two weeks. I haven't either. uh, Like, I was going every week, and I'm like, this show's show's good, this show's good. And then Daredevil hit, and I'm like, P-what? P-what? Urs? What's that Urs show I've been watching? Because, like, Daredevil blew out of the water. And it's like, oh, crap. And I actually looked last night because I went to the WWE Network to watch our good friend Mick Foley's Cheap Pops. And when I turned that on, it was like, oh, by the way, you've got two episodes of Powers you haven't watched. And I'm like... No, I'm going to watch Mick Foley's Cheap Pops. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think you, that's an excellent point to put. It's like you want to catch people while the iron's hot, right? And uh, it's like 
that way people are like they want to stick with you. They want to yeah. stay in your do- in your yeah. house. You know what I mean? They want to catch the whole content because it's all there for you. But yeah. if you give someone like like Powers is a perfect example because it's like you know it's. It's how many episodes are up? there's ten episodes in that season, but like we had watched ten or twelve. 10. I don't even know. I think it's ten. Is it? Yeah, okay. and we watched like five or six when we did our yeah. our little preview of it. Uh, definitely check that episode out. Uh, and we're like, oh, this is all right. This is cool. You know, whatever. We'll see where it goes. Uh, there's definitely some cool things in it. And then all of a sudden we got distracted and went on vacation. And then Daredevil, Daredevil came up, and it's like forgot powers even existed. I'm yeah. serious. Like I totally yeah. forgot about powers. And that shows you how a shows you how great Daredevil is. B shows you how great the Netflix, the Netflix is. model is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something that you know I yeah I appreciate. And and the fact is, you know, it's all there. So if you if you don't finish Daredevil like you, right away, you can go back to it and you know that it's well, there waiting yeah. for you. Well, even like with shows like you and I, we watched The Flash, we watched Constantine, and a couple others that you know come out. And we watch them on Hulu week to week. Yeah, week. Well, but you and I, but we don't watch each new episode in a week. We go like several weeks at a time without watching any Flash or any Constantine because we're like, no, you know, it, like you said, you know, it's it's hard to get t- blocks of time, and so. Oh yeah, so you might get a night where it's like, hey, the kids went down early. We've got two or three hours, or hey. You know, the kids just, got a babysitter tonight. We've got three or four hours for ourselves. It's just yeah. easier to watch several episodes at a time than it is to, you know, I don't know. I just, I like, I prefer watching things that way. I prefer, you know, I would I would not have nearly as much fun if I watched one episode of The Flash and then one episode of Daredevil and then one episode of Game of Thrones. You know, I would much rather watch three of one thing, get caught up. And then also you pick up on little things that you would forget if you watch week right, to Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So all of my attention is focused on that universe, that story, rather than, you know, flipping from show to show to show. show, to show. To show, to show. Yeah. yeah. So, Deuce, we recommend the happy... We re- the Happy Hour of Giant Deuce recommends Daredevil the series on Netflix. Netflix is Daredevil. Uh, Netflix is the tits. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but def- definitely go check it out. We recommend it. Uh, if you haven't watched it, you need to go check it out. Seriously, like, stop what you're doing, finish our podcast, and then go check it out. For sure. Uh, and the good thing is we didn't go crazy spoiler heavy. No, we so, did. Yeah, yeah. No, well, because Brandy and I haven't seen the last four episodes, yeah. so. Uh, but we're looking forward to that. But definitely go check it out. And Deuce, there's several ways people can find us on the internet. There is. You can find us at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. You can send us all your email at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com, which we really, really need. We're going to do a mailbag yep. episode hopefully soon. Also, we've got our new, new segment. Hopefully, Brandy can do it for us. Nerd Lila. Want to try? What am I doing? Nerd Lila. Sing Nerd Lila? Yeah. Nerd Lila. There we go. That's really good. Yep. Really, really good. Yeah, and we yep. need some more questions for our Nerd Lila segment, so you can definitely send us those to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. We're on facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and all the places you can find the internet. Also, soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. That's our main hosting. It goes to iTunes and Stitcher because we are on both of those sites as well. Check us out. Subscribe on both of those networks as well. And as always, there's three main hashtags that we like to talk about. Hashtag Happy, Happy Hour Podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later.